0: Welcome to The Habit Queen! My name is Anya Perry, I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life – your health, wellness and mindset – so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin!
1: Welcome, welcome! This is episode number two of The Habit Queen. I'm so happy you pushed play today. And thank you so much for your amazing feedback on episode number one. If you didn't listen to it yet, go ahead and do that after this episode. I am thrilled to be here. I have a very special message for you today. I feel called to share it. It's probably going to sound like bragging when I say things like, hey, I achieved every single goal I ever set my mind to. People look at me and say, yeah, really? How did you do that? So I will be honest with you, over the last 20 years, I've achieved every single goal I set my mind to. And the ones that I didn't achieve were not as important. So today I wanted to share some secrets, actually. I want to share my secret weapon for always achieving my goals with you. So the goal of this episode is going to be... I'll share a little bit about my story so you understand where I came from, what exactly I did to achieve my goals and what kind of goals I achieved. And also I wanted to share one tool that you actually have already that will help you achieving anything your heart and soul desire. Whether you want the most beautiful relationship, you want beautiful children, you are dreaming about your career, or you want to start your own business, maybe you want to revamp your health and become a marathoner i don't know whatever your heart and soul desire i know you have this tool i know you have it in you i'm confident you do because i believe everybody has but i'm going to help you uncover it and share what exactly it took um, for me to achieve my goals my biggest goals. some of them were ginormous it's hard to believe sometimes i wake up and thinking am i really here where i always wanted to be I'm waking up in the United States of America. I'm a person who immigrated from Russia, who took 11 years to immigrate on her own through many, many challenges I'm going to share with you. So I'm living in a beautiful house with the most amazing husband and two beautiful dogs, running the business of my dreams, helping others, changing lives. So I'm thrilled. And also I'm talking to you and I have like sun shining on my face. It's amazing. And I hope you're having a wonderful week. I'm going to try to make it even better. So let's dive in. If some of you know my story, you probably know that I actually immigrated twice. I moved from my home country, Belarus, to Russia. I was 19. I wanted to become... Actually, I wanted to start my own rock band. But uh, the path to that led me through Moscow Gnesin's Academy of Music. If you look it up, it's probably, it's number two, uh, the most prestigious school in Moscow and Russia after conservatory. It's probably one of the hardest establishments to get to. And back then, I... I was a musicologist i already had a college degree i went to college when i was 15 and i graduated and nobody in my small local my small town believed that i can possibly possibly break through and get into that academy for musicology department this is what i was studying for years when i was 15 um went to college for musicology It's music science, if you don't know anything about it. It's music science, music literature, everything behind music, kind of breaking it down in pieces and learning everything. History composers, um, all the symphonies, we're learning so many things and memorizing a ton. And you have to have really good analytical skills to get into the academy that I was dreaming to go Need I say, one of my biggest dreams was to live in Moscow because my town got too small for me. I did not like um, judgmental people. There are plenty. And I think I shared it with you that I was bullied in school. So I, was, I wanted to break through. I wanted to move. I wanted to start over. I wanted to have access to this huge musical scene in Moscow. So I had no analytical skills. But all I had was a stubbornness and a strong desire to get to where I need to be. So for the last year of college, when I was 18, I decided to basically drop everything and start practicing for days, for minutes, every single minute of my day. I would get up at 5 o'clock at 5.30. I would be at my school already, practicing piano, learning, memorizing, studying, and I spent the entire year, I dropped out of social clubs I was I was a part of, I stopped seeing my friends, they were pissed. They were so mad at me for a year because I was not hanging out with anyone. My mom recalls, and I remember it too, she reminded me that I had a poster saying, I am in the School of Music. And for me, it's like manifestation and the most beautiful kind. I forgot about it completely, but I wrote it in the present tense and I am go to the school. And for a year, I was just waking up and staring at this poster of a horde. gets up and going to practice. I practiced for 12 to 14 hours. I played piano, I studied, played piano like a professional musician, to be honest with you. That's what it took to get in. The problem was they only w- were taking town people to the department I wanted to go to, to the degree I wanted to get musicology, right? And they were also taking 10 additional people, but you would have to pay. And you would have to pay money my parents did not have. My mom was saving $100 every month for me to go to get a tutor and go to Moscow and see a tutor and practice with her because I was terrible at certain things. And it took me a whole year of basically I call it musical celibacy. I was doing nothing else, but I was obsessed about getting in. And when I went to take my exams, I realized there is no way I'm gonna beat any of those kids. The kids were geniuses. Some of them were writing symphonies when they were 16. Some of them were writing songs. Some of them had, could look at the page, at the sheet of music and analyze it and take three seconds and give information that was not there and it would be right. And I was flabbergasted, I was shocked. I studied so hard. And when I went to take my exams, there was no way I was getting in. And then I remember clearly I saw a dream that I was number 8 out of 10. And I was just like, okay, I got in. I got in. All I needed to be in top 10, then I can go. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. Otherwise, I'd have to go back to my town, actually work, mandatory work, at some school in the middle of nowhere in the country where people just like seriously... Harvesting potatoes and boiling milk in the stove—you know how those old Russian stoves. That was my future. I did not want to go there, so instead I pushed so hard. I a couple of exams. There was, I think, there were six or seven exams. So stressful. I had to take them all. I did really well on my piano exam, so I got, I scored more points there. I did well on art exam. I did well on English exam. Oh, I also I learned. I had to learn English in a year. To be able to speak at the level of kids who were studying it for nine years. So I had to, <laughs> and my English was horrendous that time, I remember clearly. But I studied French for eight years in my school for nine years. And then I studied no language for a few years. And then I had to go back to English and take an exam in English. Need I say it was stressful. I remember I barely remember anything but I do remember the day when I went to the board where they would print out all the names and put those lists of people who got in and the smallest department our department had 10 people in I seriously I'm talking to you guys I have like goosebumps all over my body I knew I was gonna get in that was my biggest dream I did everything I could I was still horrible at some things I was good at certain things like playing piano and Uh, some music history and certain things, but analytics, that's what they're pushing so hard. I did not have that and I was just riding that high tide trying to get in, trying to do my best, trying to score as many points as I could and I got in. Barely made it and I made it. So I was thrilled. My life changed. Two months later, I moved to Moscow with I think one huge duffel bag that's all I had. I think half of it was potatoes because my mom was trying to protect me and make sure I have food, though. It was potatoes and some preserves. That's what we we're eating in the fall. My life changed dramatically. That that year, my life changed dramatically. And um, I actually quit. The most ridiculous part happened three years later, when I got a bigger dream. And I quit that school. My parents were heartbroken. It took them years to forgive me and finally understand why I did what I did. And I'll, some, someday I will cover this in a separate episode. But I wanted to tell you, I was this young lady who would not give up. Know, who would spend hours eight. until my fingers started to crack and bleed from playing piano. Until my, my wrists were locked up. But I would not give up on my dream. Another story I wanted to share with you, it's sort of related. When I quit that school, the reason I quit the most prestigious, one of the top most prestigious schools in Russia, I actually got obsessed with English language. In my second year of um, the school academy, I started going to concerts and meeting jazz musicians. Some of them are from America, some of them are Russians. I got really into jazz. I learned how to write about jazz pieces and analyze them, and I became a jazz writer, and some people knew me. I think one year, in my third year of college, I attended 360 or 370 concerts, so I was just living that life. There was no school anymore, even though it was my dream, but I realized that I don't want to be a music teacher. This is not what i was there for and my heart was calling me in a completely different direction now on top of everything else my parents were upset i had no money people when they go to the academy they can't work you spend 33 credits every have 33 credits every semester And on top you have individual lessons and practice and everything else you can't really work all you have parents money and stipend that's all and if you don't study well like I was slacking you don't get a stipend anyways I quit the school because I got obsessed with jazz I got obsessed with English I got obsessed with learning and speaking and delivering my voice in English talking to people just listening to audiobooks and translating i remember i had a book about jim morrison and now i was translating word to word english was really hard for me and now i'm speaking it i'm thinking in english i see dreams in english and i am so grateful that i still love it i still wake up and think how lucky I am to be speaking this beautiful, beautiful language. and also make mistakes in it when I type <laughs> things, make errors, and misuse words. I do that all the time. I still love it. I decided to immigrate to the United States. Guess who can't immigrate to the United States when she is 21, 20 years old? She has no job. She has no salary. She just got a... No, she actually got a job. I quit and got a job, and... Um, But i was a secretary at some music company and i never traveled anywhere but when i was a teenager i didn't i didn't have a chance to get a visa and i actually got to visit the united states about 12 years ago and i'm not gonna dive into circumstances but i'll tell you things didn't work here for me i got back to russia to nothing and when i moved here for those six weeks i spent here Those were the most glorious weeks of my life. It took two denied visas, me traveling through two countries to get to the interview and get a visa, basically getting a visa to go to Poland and then getting to Poland to get a visa to America. It took so much paperwork. It took two lawyers, I think $20,000 that I didn't have. It took tears and translations and ugly conversations and worries and I moved here when I did I realized this was my place I moved to LA I lived in the beautiful place for six weeks I had to go back to Russia unfortunately things didn't work out for me and it was for the best actually I was crying so hard when I was leaving I was devastated I was coming back to no apartment was coming back to no job because I quit my job in Moscow. I was I had no money left. I spent everything, every single penny I had on moving. I had nothing and my dream was crushed. So, back in 2007, I remember writing down in my notebook, in 2 years I'll get back to America. I gave myself 2 years of work. Saving money, going to Europe and getting those visas, coming back to Russia, making sure I have those social economic ties that the government requires me, so they stop denying my visas and stop breaking my heart so I can finally be where I want to be. That month, I met someone amazing. That month, I met a friend who, a person who became my best friend, probably the best friend I ever had in my life. And that person, over the years, believed in me so much, and I think I confirmed it with my actions my the purity of my friendship and the genuine, sincere intentions. We exchanged gifts, we exchanged emails, we had probably ten thousand emails, ten thousand emails in between us. He wanted to learn Russian and about Russian culture, and I was learning English so hard. I was spending every single day just trying to learn English. Fluently, so I can go to college. I can pass TOEFL test and go to college here in the States. That was the only way for me to get here. In 2007, And so I'm sorry, in 2009, two years later, they deny my visa again. Luckily, the support I got from my friend who was becoming my best friend was phenomenal. He shared my story, my story about the story about me was published in Moscow Times, and he started sharing. It's another story to cover, guys, but one day. He started sharing that this is this girl who works so hard. She tries her best, and she can't get in. And it's not actually Russian government that's the American government doesn't let her. She has the purest intentions. She wants to come here. She wants to be here. She wants to change the world. He got 60 signatures and a 900-pound gorilla. It's a very pretty girl. I need to say, it's Kristen Gillibrand, the Senator of New York at the time. I even don't know if she is still, but she signed a petition for me and within a month, I got my visa. That time I had a prestigious job in Moscow. I had a boyfriend. I lived downtown, which was gorgeous, gorgeous place. I quit everything. I took two suitcases. One of them was shoes and books. Please don't laugh at me. And I moved to America. I cried a little because I was nervous. I was moving to a host family I never met. I never met them in person. I saw them on Skype a couple of times. They had a he had a wife and a daughter. And all I had was his friendship and his friend's support. So I enrolled at the community college and I moved to the United States in 2010. I would not be able to do that without their help, I'll be honest with you, but I also would not be able to do that without my own perseverance and grit and saving every penny and traveling and still saving, trying to make sure things work and I get those visas and I get everything I need lined up for me so I can go to college, so I can speak the language I adore, so I can be with people I like, so I can live and breathe air in the country I like so much. So I'm here. I'm here. I'm so happy to be here years later. And then when I was graduating from college here, which moves us three years further down the line, I had a bad breakup. It can happen to anyone, but for me, my health was at a point, I think I shared with you, I'm not in a good place. My mental health, my emotional health was not great. So I started taking care of me. And I started working on this list of qualities I want to see in me. So when I meet the person who has the list of qualities I want to see in him, we're just gonna dive in and into each other's lives and live it together happily ever after. What do you think? I met my husband a month after I was done with kind of Going through this deep work, mindset work, going through my breakup, going through my health challenges, going through all those detrimental things that were affecting my life negatively for a long time, through my childhood trauma, through things that I went through in college and in transition and as an immigrant. But I was relentless. I just knew I have more from in store. I was already grateful for everything I had. I was going to one of the best schools in the United States. I was graduating with a 4.0. I was going to move to California because that's my place. I knew that I'm going to look for jobs there. I had all the support from, from my friends. I had a free ride in college my last year because I won a competition. It was awesome. So basically, I was graduating with barely any depth, not like most students. And I was immensely grateful for that. And I met my husband in the most impossible circumstances. I posted, I think we met on our K-cubits just to be throw it out there I have no shame in admitting it I didn't want to go on dates anymore actually I just wanted to go on a date I never dated like in Russia we don't really date we either in a relationship or we're single and I wanted to go on a real American date just no obligations no sex nothing crazy just a date just to get to know someone to meet new friends I knew I was gonna leave the area anyway so I had nothing to lose and here i was getting a message from this guy at midnight and i could not stop thinking about that message for a very long time he was such a gentleman he wrote things in such a polite way and it was interesting intelligent smart a little bit sarcastic funny and we started talking we started talking we could not stop talking the reason he messaged me he knew the tiny tiny town that i mapped on, in my profile because he just delivered a Christmas tree to a family over there, a family in need. He was traveling through the area. And then I'm talking about upstate New York, guys. It's like tiny, tiny towns. Nobody knows. People know each other, but nobody knows about those towns. And he, it caught his attention, my profile, my picture. He messaged me. He was traveling, he was visiting his sister, he was supposed to move to California, Florida, and he messaged me. He proposed six weeks later, we started dating, obviously. He proposed six weeks later, and we were married four months after that, or three months after that. And we've been married for six years this spring. And I have to tell you, it took a lot of guts for me to start that relationship, because I was still going through things, and working through my experiences and I actually did not really feel like being with anyone but he was amazing (laughs) he was one of the best people I ever met in my life and with these impossible circumstances we met we clicked and we found our soulmates so why I wanted to share this with you today this is my secret weapon are you ready and never ever give up on anything that's important to me of any importance it can be small importance it can be huge I have pretty hefty dreams and goals right now and I'm never gonna give up on them until they become obsolete or not important and I'm saying this to you because you can call it being determined you can call it being lucky you can tell me that I have a lot of grit or integrity I'm a hard worker or I come from a poor family with nothing or you can call it just I have compelling reason to immigrate have better life or you can you can name it and label it whichever way you like I don't mind but I know that I am not gonna get my goals I'm gonna achieve them no matter what and I just don't settle for less so my secret weapon is never ever giving up on the goals that i set my mind to and letting go of the ones that are not important obviously but also i feel like i focused on those Marginal victories a lot every single step for me getting to Moscow or becoming a jazz writer learning English Moving getting visas moving to the States going to community college then going to private school then graduating getting hired Becoming a wife moving starting my business. Those are all marginal Victories and I celebrated the crap out of every single one of them and I'm extremely grateful for everything I have in my life but also I'm going for more. And I'm not being greedy. I just know I'm worthy of more. I deserve more. I have a kind and clear mission where I want to help others. I want to change their health and their lives. I want to change the world. I want to see how women treat themselves. I want to see to change how women feel in their bodies, how they don't appreciate themselves, so how they struggle with acceptance and self-love and negative talk and so many things, not just nutrition and fitness related. But I want you to know, and I hope you listen to me right now, and I hope you hear this message, you have everything it takes. And you can say things like this, I don't have the money, I have that, I have little kids, I want this, but this isn't possible. As long as you You need to clear and clean the slate and understand anything you put on that white blank slate is yours. You will need to do the work. Yes, you will need to go for it. You're going to fall 28 times and still need to get up 29. And I did in the past, but I'm not settling for less for everything I want ever wanted for myself and others, for my family, for my husband, for my parents. I'm not settling for less. And trust me, this girl had plenty of rough times in her lifetime. And lately, too. Even with my business, even with my relationship, with anything, with my health. But I'm getting up every single time I fall. And every time I fall, every time I get up, I feel stronger. I feel more determined. I feel more focused. I feel I know exactly what's important. So today, I want to. I want you to kind of dive deep in your thoughts and ask yourself, what is it that thing that scares me so much, but I want it so badly? For me, one of those things I'll share with you, I want to gather stadiums of people. I want to start a trend. I want to write a New York Times bestseller. I want to have a house in this beautiful location. And I'm scared so much every single day but i face my fear and i keep doing it anyway i keep showing up i keep doing the work so what will you achieve no matter what if you can answer this question this is going to be your lighthouse right this is going to be the light that is going to the beacon for you you need to keep your eyes on it no matter what write it down if you want to manifest it, if you want to think about it every single day, if you want to do a vision board. But I wanted to focus a few, I wanted to write down four goals as a homework. (laughs) If you'd like to do some homework, I wanted to write down four goals related to personal areas, like personal development, personal and growth areas. Maybe it's going to be a goal of Learning something new. Maybe it's going to be a goal of achieving something big. Maybe it's going to be a goal of working through equality or trauma that you had in the past. I wanted to write a first goal in the personal growth field. I want to write your second goal down in family or relationships. Then one in business, career, or finances. And the last one is in fun, adventures, and just because you want it. So those four groups, for personal and growth family and relationships, business career and money and fun adventure just because. And I'm going to put those things in show notes for you guys. And then look at those things. Imagine themselves. Visualize. I can't tell you not how, enough how many times I saw my life in America and it's exactly what I wanted, exactly what I dreamed about. And then I wanted to know why. Think about why. They always ask you, all the motivational speakers will ask you, Why do you want this? And there is a reason behind it. You want to feel things. You don't want to think about, I want to have become a VP of sales at Kellogg or whatever company. I want you to answer the question, why exactly you want it? What kind of emotion is behind this? What kind of feeling you want to experience and why you want it? Who do you want to help? Do you want to help yourself? What kind of life do you want to have? How do you want to change the world? What do you want to leave as your legacy? And this is your motivation for every single day. So my secret weapon for always achieving my goals is always, always, always finding methods, finding things that are going to get me up and keep going. It's building, building, building that strength muscle that we all have. And I'm sure, you know, there are so many situations in life that could be much, much worse than yours. That helps me too. Once in a while, even though it's kind of rude to compare yourself to someone who has it worse, but I want you to remember that you have it already. Whatever build up on top of that is just stuff that is dust and extra layers of things and excuses or circumstances that you can easily Move through like a train. Those are the things and excuses, circumstances, limitations, the beliefs and stories you keep telling yourself that are stopping you now from that beautiful life that only you have in your gorgeous head right now. So I hope you enjoyed listening to my stories. I hope this was helpful. I truly encourage you to look deep in your heart and understand that you have it all. They often say it and kind of makes me mad, this expression, you can't have it all. Yes, you can. And you do. And once you start believing you do, you're going to start breaking those bricks over your knees, over your head easily. They will look like cardboard pieces. I believe in you. I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. And if you're listening to this episode, if something resonated with you, if you have any questions, if you enjoyed something, if you have any takeaways, please screenshot this on your phone, post it on social media and tag me and make sure to email me the screenshot because I will send you a special gift um, to write to your email. And... Tell me what you like, tell me what your thoughts are, tell me what is that craziest thing you're dreaming about because I can't wait to hear about it and I can't wait to help you achieve your goals with ease. Thanks for listening to today's
0: episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyapierry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.